A Mitzorah must ask others to pray, because his own words have led him astray. Speech is our very essence. Lashon Hora will lead our soul to obsolescence. Okay, so, um, sorry for the uh, extended pause in uh, my normally scheduled podcasting. I just started a, a new job and a lot of other exciting things happening in life, and unfortunately, the podcast has been on the back burner, but I finally am getting around to it in the Aseris uh, Yomi Tshuva, and of course, all of the laws of Lashon Hora are relevant all year long, but especially during the time of the, you know, d- during the Yom Noraim, right before Yom Kippur, it's, ex- uh, you know, unbelievably important to think of these ideas about what we can do um, to guard, you know, to, to guard our mouth from saying all kinds of, of Lashon Hora and other things that causes uh, tremendous damage, as we'll talk about on this on this podcast here. So we're still in the Shar HaZechiria um, section of Shmir Lashon from the Chavetz Chaim, and uh, we are beginning on this week's podcast, Perak Vav, uh, Perak Vav and, and Perak Zion. So Perak Vav begins, how can people um, speak Lashon Hora, but yet there are no punishments. We, we've seen before that just all the tremendous damage that Lashon Hora causes, yet we see people speaking Lashon Hora and there's no punishment attached to it. How is that? So the Chavetz Chaim explains that hasn't always been the case, that during the times of the Beis Migdash, when people got this spiritual malady of Tsaras, that when a person spoke Lashon Hora, they got Tsaras. And it was that simple, that a person um, you know, would say, hey, the, the, the tsaras would start not on the person themselves, rather it would start on something external to them. It would start on their house. And a person would come to the Kohen and says, it seems like there might be tsaras on my house. And the Kohen would say back to him, it seems like there's tsaras. Um, tsaras doesn't appear, you know, unless if Lush and Hora was spoken. So obviously, the only fact that the, the only reason why tsaras is there is because you spoke Lush and Hora. And then as a result, this is your punishment that you have tsaras on your house. And of course, the Chavetz Chaim says, if you do teshuva, then that tsaras on your house can go away and, and you stop speaking Lashon Hora. However, if you continue and double down on the Lashon Hora and don't do teshuva, then it gets a little bit closer. It spreads to your furniture and, and then it maybe even spreads to your clothing. And then finally, if you still don't do teshuva after all of that, it's even, you know, once it's on you yourself, then you are removed, separated from your community. You're thrown out of the camp, basically. And uh, the Torah says you have to call out Tame Tame, that you're impure. Why do you call out Tame? So the Mepharshim explained that's because people will pray for you. When they when you call out Tame Tame, people will hear you and pray for you. So the obvious question here is, so why can't you pray for yourself? Um, don't have other people pray for you, just pray for yourself. So the Chavetz Chaim explains something fascinating, that because this person spoke Lashon Hora, their, wor- their mouth basically has been corrupted by the words of Lashon Hora that they spoke. So their prayer, which is also done with their mouth, just like the Lashon Hora was spoken with their mouth, so too prayer is spoken with your mouth. And that prayer is not efficacious anymore because the Lashon Hora basically sort of ruined your mouth, defiled your mouth, so to speak, and it made it impossible for your words of prayer to be effective. That's why you have to have other people pray on your behalf because you can't pray for yourself. You lost that ability by speaking Lashon Hora and basically ruining your mouth. Now, 
today, unfortunately, the Chavetz Chaim explains, we have no real way of, you know, seeing, we have no way of purifying a mitzvah, so therefore we can't have tzuras. But, you know, and, but, and that's a shame, obviously, because in the times that they had tzuras, you would say, oh my goodness, there's tzuras in my house, I have to do tshuva and, and stop this Lashon Hora. However, nowadays, we don't have that anymore. It's actually much worse, the Chavetz Chaim says. Nowadays, we have this sort of invisible tzuras that's uh, attached to our souls that we'll never be able to clearly see and, and know that there's a problem even. But this spiritual tzuras that's attached to our souls won't, you know, will not allow us to enter Gan Eden. So, and when a person dies, it says that all of his, a person that has tzuras on his soul, so to speak, an internal tzuras, when a person, when that kind of person dies that speaks so much Lashon Hora, their mitzvos that they do during their life will leave them, will leave their soul, and all of the words of Lashon Hora will cling to them. And uh, the Chavetz Chaim explains that there's no worse disgrace than someone that, uh, when he dies, all of his all of his mitzvos are gone, all of his merits are gone, and all of his bad deeds of speaking Lashon Hora against other people, that stays with him. So um, the Chavetz Chaim explains a pasuk that says, um, um, Tarat Navsho, to basically, to guard your mouth, if you guard your mouth, in turn, you'll guard your soul from trouble. Another way to read Tarat Navsho, Navsho is Tarat Navsho, like Saras. Um, so not just Tarat Navsho, but Saras, Saras Navsho. Um, and uh, of course, that means, you know, that um, his soul will have Saras by, if you don't speak Lashon Hora, your soul, your soul will have uh, Saras. Now, what um, replaces Saras? So as I said, maybe you're just going to have this internal, invisible um, uh, you know, malady that's attached to your soul. However, the Chavz Chaim explains um, from the Tikkune Zohar that Lashon Hora will cause poverty also. What's the point of it causing poverty? Because the Chavz Chaim explains that when a person is very poor, they basically lose all their gaiva. They lose all their haughtiness. Why do they lose their haughtiness? Because they rely on other people's good deeds. They rely on other people's favors. So if you're constantly relying on others because you're so poor that you need their help, then you're going to be very, very careful not to say anything bad about them. Otherwise, you're going to lose all the favors that you, you, know, you might get from them. So what happens as a result of that? What happens as a result of that is when you lose that, you know, that will to speak bad about people, um, then you're not going to speak Lashon Hora, and then that's going to be a way for you to, to do Shuva. So fortunately, the Chavetz Chaim says one of those unfortunate results of speaking Lashon Hora may be poverty. And again, a poor, poor person relies on others. And when you rely on others, you don't want to insult those people that are now helping you. So in order to not insult them, you cannot speak Lashon Hora about them. And of course, that um, you know solves the problem, and you do Shuva that way. Moving to Perak Zion. So Lashon Hora forces a person to lose his Torah, his Torah learning. Why? Because as I spoke about before, it's the same mouth that speaks Lashon Hora. It's impossible for that person to learn Torah. And again, this Tame Tame. Um, uh, and, and why does the person have to say Tame Tame? Um, because like I said, that, the, that his own prayer is defiled because you, you have to, you say Tame Tame in order to invoke other people to pray on your behalf. You can't pray for yourself because your own prayer has been defiled by the Lashon Hora you've spoken. Now, um, there's another type of Tuma that only makes, you know, other types of Tuma normally only make one individual certain part of the body impure. However, Lashon Hora is different. Lashon Hora makes your entire body 
impure. Um, the Gemara in Yuma 39a says, Adam mitame atzmo me, um, me lamata le tamin oto milamala, meaning tame that is down here, tame, a person that makes himself tame down here on this earth also makes himself tame sort of in the heavens, in the upper worlds. And why is that? It's because speech is basically the very essence of a person. As I've spoken about before, what makes a human a human? Some of the Mufarshim say what makes a human a human is the fact that we can talk. So the fact we can talk is our most important character trait. And the fact we can talk empowers us and enables us to learn Torah, of course. However, which sustains life. However, it can also, our mouth can also unfortunately do the opposite, which can speak Lashon Hora, and that, of course, destroys life. Now, not only, um, you know, do your words, a person that speaks Lashon Hora, not only do their words of Lashon Hora become Tameh, become impure, but even the words of Kedusha, even those holy words of Torah that a person speaks, those also become impure because of the, they're tainted, basically, by the words of Lashon Hora. Now, Shabbos 119a talks about the world was created for Torah spoken by young kids, little kids. Why is this? And the question is, you know, what about our Torah? The, the, the response to this statement of the world was created for Torah spoken by young kids. What about our Torah? Our Torah, of course, is much more developed, much more um, refined and, uh, in, and, you know, and, and developed than these young kids who don't really know what they're learning. So why? Because a kid doesn't have sins that are attached to his words. So basically, it's better that a person doesn't have any sins attached to them and is able to, even the small amount of Torah they learn, is much, much far and beyond the Torah that a person learns, that learns even at a deeper level than kid. But unfortunately, because of their lack of, you know, because it's mixed with sins that they've done, it's not going to be as effective. Now, um, the Chavetz Chaim gives a mushal to explain this. It's like a poor man that found a jewel that um, a kid really wanted. And the king paid, you know, a big sum to this per- to this poor man that found a jewel. And the man never really understood the value of the jewel, but somehow or other he became very wealthy. He became an officer of the, of the government. And um, the Chavetz Chaim explains the same is true about, you know, us when we refrain from Lashon Hora. We may not even understand the powers that go, you know, that happen when we don't speak Lashon Hora. But there's a tremendous amount of power. It's like that jewel. We don't really even appreciate the jewel. But if we only appreciated how significant the jewel was, we'd understand as to why we're, you know, if we refrain from speaking Lashon Hora, why would we be worthy of, um, like this poor man that, that had the jewel, why would he be worthy of getting a major, you know, promotion and becoming the officer even of Hashem? Now, what about um, our learning? You know, our learning is like, you know, I talked about those kids learning. Those kids learning, um, you know, they're, they're learning very basic things. They're learning the Aleph phase or something. We're learning much more complicated things. However, it's still not as holy as the kids because what we're learning is mixed with sin. And the Chavetz Chaim says, Kol v'chomer, they were talking about this back in the times of the Gemara, where they were much, much more developed in their learning style. In addition to that, they were much, much more refined in avoiding speaking Lashon Hora. However, nonetheless, their learning is still corrupted, and a kid's learning is better than theirs. So, so too, Kol v'chomer, even all the more so, even for us, that we, our learning isn't as good. And on the other hand, our sins are even greater. So, Kol v'chomer, just how 
destructive, basically learning, you know, uh, just how destructive um, uh, Lush and Hora can become. Now, tor Torah is even more desirable than gold, even sweeter than honey. So therefore, if we, you know, if we kind of know this counterbalance of there's on one hand Lush and Hora, on the other hand, learning Torah, they don't, they don't combine very nicely. So as a result, um, you're not going to be successful um, you know, if you speak Lashon Hora, you're not going to be successful in your Torah learning. Now, to recap what I spoke about, so in Perik Vav, um, the Chavetz Chaim in Shar Hazizicharia in Shmer Lashon talks about how, you know, we see people that speak Lashon Hora, but there's no punishment for them. So the Chavetz Chaim explains it wasn't always that way. Then the times of the base of Mikdash, when a person spoke Lashon Hora, he was punished with Tsaras. And a person would say, you know, it seems like there's uh, maybe Tsaras on my, on my house. And the Kohen would... Um, you know, would 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 say it seems like there's saras on your house. Saras doesn't appear unless lashon hora was spoken. It must be you spoke lashon hora. You have to do teshuva to get rid of that saras. However, if no teshuva was done, the saras would get closer and closer to his own, you know, to his own essence. The saras, instead of just being on his house, would instead be on his furniture and would be on his clothes. Um, and if he still didn't do teshuva after all that, then he finally would. Um, would you know be forced to it would it would become on him and he'd be forced out of the community to be separated and while he's out you know while he's on his way out of the community he says tummy tummy so that people will pray for him and this shows basically the major public devastation that he caused that he has to resort to people asking to pray for him on his behalf while he's being kicked out of the city if he only you know if we only knew today we of course don't have saras if we only knew today the tremendous damage that it caused based on learning about it from the, these people that became Tame. You know, if we knew the damage, we certainly would refrain from speaking Lashon Hora. Now, today, we have no way to purify Metzora, so therefore there's no Tzuras. Um, the Chavetz Chaim explains a Pasuk of um, that you guard your mouth, Torah Navsho, you guard your mouth in order, you know, if you guard your mouth, you will also guard your soul from trouble. However, this is, um, Torah Navsho is similar to Tzarat Navsho, that um that you the tsaras of his soul meaning if you guard your mouth you'll avoid um getting tsaras nowadays of course we don't have tsaras so what happens instead so maybe there's this kind of invisible tsaras we can't see it and when it attaches to your soul all of the you won't be able to enter ganeden because basically all of the mitzvahs when a person dies all the mitzvahs that has tsaras on his soul all those mitzvahs will leave will abandon him and the lashon hora will cling to him um, and this is the worst possible disgrace, the Chavetz Chaim says. Now, what replaces Saras? So that Tikkune Zohar explains that poverty um, replaces Saras, that now when a person speaks Lashon Hora, very often he becomes poor. Why is that? Because a poor person loses all of his gaiva. Why does he lose his gaiva? Because a poor person relies, relies entirely on the favor of others. So if that poor person that relies on the favor of others goes and speaks Lashon Hora about those people that are supporting him, then they're not going to support him anymore. So a person has to be very, very careful when he's poor to be in the good graces of everybody that's helping him. So therefore, a person's, the poor person's not going to speak Lashon Hora because he's forced to basically speak positively about everybody around him in order so that they'll, they'll in turn help him out. And therefore, that's basically becoming poor is a way for us to kind of recognize, wait a minute, maybe I've been speaking Lashon Hora and I have to be careful about how I interact and talk about other people. Moving to Perik Zion, I spoke about, so Lashon Hora forces you to learn your Torah learning. Why is that? Because basically the same mouth 
that speaks Celestian Torah, it's incompatible. It cannot learn. That mouth cannot speak words of Torah. Why do we say tummy? Why does that, that uh, person with Saras say tummy, tummy? Um, the Mepharshim explained that's so that people will pray on his behalf. Why do they have to pray on his behalf? Why can't he just pray for himself? The reason is, is because he defiled his own mouth. He can't, his prayer, the words that, the words of prayer that come from his house, from his own mouth are no longer effective. Therefore, he has to resort to the kindness of others to pray for on his behalf. And of course, a nice maybe message to take from this is once he realizes that other people are actually praying for him, the opposite of Lashon Hora. The Lashon Hora means, you know, I speak badly about you behind your back. Praying for someone else is I'm going to speak kindly about you behind your back and hope that you can, you know, get your answers, your prayer answered. And maybe if he understands the magnitude of how many people prayed on his behalf, he'll do that. That thought alone will make him do tshuva. Now, um, other types of tuma usually only make one body part impure. However, Lashon Hora covers the entire body. Why? Because uh, Yuma 39a says, Adam mitame atzmo milamata, mitamin ato milamala, meaning a tame, when a person becomes tame, makes himself tame on, in sort of down here in this world, he becomes tame up there in that world, in, in the heavenly worlds. And of course, this is sort of a direct... Um, uh, translation of, of that when a person becomes impure, his entire essence, his, his entire soul, his entire body becomes impure, even the upper worlds. Now, as I said, speech is a person's very essence. What makes a person a person is their speech. And Talmud Torah has the power that's done with the mouth. Learning Torah can sustain life. However, on the other hand, unfortunately, Lashon Hora can destroy life. And um, not only can Lashon Hora become you know, Tameh, the, the words of Lashon Hora that you speak become Tameh, even the words of Kedusha that you speak can become Tameh. If you're constantly speaking Lashon Hora, your mouth is so kind of ruined by speaking Lashon Hora that even words of Kedusha are going to be ruined. Um, Shabbos 1919a said the world was created for Torah spoken by young kids. And the response to that was, well, why is that? My, our learning, of course, is much better than little kids. It's much more developed than just the Aleph base. So the, um, the Kumara explains there that kids don't have sins attached to their words. Therefore, their words are sort of pure and they're going to make it, you know, their, their words are, the words of Torah are even more effective than us, that we speak better words of Torah because our words are corrupted. <coughs> um, we'd rather have the simple sort of pure words from the kids. It's, this is equivalent to a poor man that found a jewel that the king had always, always wanted and the king paid him an enormous sum of money, and this man was went from being a very poor person into becoming this tremendous officer. But all this whole time, he never really understood the value of the jewel. He didn't think it was such a nice jewel. And what we should learn from this is that that's like God with Lush and Hora, that we don't really think much about Lush and Hora, but it's so important that if we knew the importance um, and how it could elevate us to you know a connection with Hashem, we would certainly do more. Now, what about our learning? Um, you know, our learning is, is maybe even better than a kid's learning. We learn at a more advanced level. However, no, it's not as holy because our learning is mixed with sin. In Kovachomer, this was in the time of the Gemara where their words were very refined. They were always speaking, you know, words of Kedusha and a tremendous amount of Torah. And they were certainly refraining from, Lush, you know, outright Lashon Hora. Nonetheless, those words still corrupted them. In Kovachomer, for us, that our learning is certainly corrupted. And uh, the Chavetz Chaim says the Torah is even more desirable than gold, sweeter than honey, and we should take every effort because of that to um, 
to, you know, avoid Lashon Hora with uh, as much as we can, and um, to read my poem. So a Mitzorah must ask others to pray because his own words have led him astray. Speech is our very essence. Lashon Hora will lead our soul to obsolescence. And uh, with that, this has been um, Perik Vav and Zion of Shar Hazchiria in Shmerah Lashon. And uh, l'chaim l'chaim and um, the Mar Chasim Tovah.